grateful for God's grace. I am grateful for God's mercy. Amen. We um, stand at this moment, many of us, in need of God to do something extraordinary. And I am paying attention to all of the things that are going on in and around the body of Christ. We're in a season of transitions. And transitions are not always comfortable. Sometimes while we are transitioning, we find ourselves rebelling. Saying, all right, Lord, did you have to transition me like this? Couldn't you have made the transition just a little bit more comfortable? You know, Lord, you know, at least could you have made the ride a little smoother? And sometimes we don't like the journey. I recall <laughs> going to Gatlinburg one time. I'm going to get to the word in a minute. Y'all just stick with me. And we had been to Gatlinburg before, and the kids were with us, and we were going into one of those cabins. And the first time we went to Gatlinburg, the cabin didn't take a whole lot of stress to get to. And we kind of left the little Gatlinburgy area, like that little pigeon forge turned, and it was right there. It was nice. It was a nice, beautiful sight. This time, however, it seemed like we kept going up. <laughs> kept wondering to myself, self, when are we going to get to the cabin? I was concerned, Sean, because the higher we went, the more narrow the road got. Then the road ceased to be paved. Wasn't really happy about this journey. You know you high up when my wife said to the kids, everybody be quiet, let your daddy concentrate. She made everybody in the whole car hush. I don't care if y'all not talking to him. We need no noise at all. 
The road got so funny that we got to a place where two cars couldn't pass each other at the same time. We were so high that if you saw another car, somebody had to get over, let the other car pass. It was dry, it wasn't even raining. The road got so steep, we were in an SUV. You know that the road is steep where you got to turn the four-wheel drive on in the dry. Mm-hmm. How you lose traction on a dry road? I'm going somewhere. Eventually we made it. The cabin was beautiful. To give you a reference point of how high it was, the cloud line was at the first floor. One day it was raining on the first floor and not raining on the second. That tells you how high we were. It was beautiful. We're up in the tree line. Sights, glorious. But the journey was so bad, I told the kids, we up here. <laughs> Somebody gonna catch it. We ain't going back down. <laughs> Whatever y'all want to eat, y'all better order it. Because I ain't driving back down, especially at night. The destination was beautiful. The journey was so hard. Once I reached it, I wanted to stay. Y'all, y'all. Y'all, there are some things in your life, once you done been through hell to get there, why in the world would you want to keep traversing that same journey where you ain't got, you might as well just relax. But like, we up here now? Bet you I ain't gonna keep going up and down that road for nothing. Huh. No reason in the world. And some of us right now, you've been going up and down that terrible journey by your own admission. Talking about I meant to get something while I was down there. Man, please. I ain't going back down that hill. Anybody got some journeys you ain't trying to repeat? Okay then. Okay then. We are... <laughs> We've been talking about doing it with prayer. Today, I want to bring this portion, keyword portion, of our living the standard theme to a close. Don't worry. Start dealing with fellowship next week. Over the past week, I've reminded many of us how prayer is necessary. Prayer is uncomfortable. And God has been working with me on some fundamentals that we should not forget. People of God, if we're going to be honest today, will y'all let me take my time this morning? Just let me take my time. It is easy for us to allow whatever's going on to overshadow what we know to do. 
messing around and we allow our circumstances to get so loud that you just stop doing what you know you're supposed to be doing. With this in view, when it comes to prayer, there are a couple of principles and one in particular that I would like to highlight today. I just need you guys to say this with me. Say, don't forget, we are a body. One more time. Don't forget, we are a body. Tell the person next to you. Say, don't forget, we are a body. Now, why is that important? Just, just humor me here with 1 Corinthians chapter 12. Don't forget now, we are a body. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 4, it is on your screen. I encourage you to also turn to it in your Bibles. It reads, now there are a variety of gifts, same spirit, y'all see that? There are varieties of ministries, same Lord. There are varieties of effects the same God who works all things in all persons. But to each one is given the manifestation of the Spirit for the common good. Say common good. For to one is given the word of wisdom through the Spirit, to another the word of knowledge according to the same Spirit, to another faith by the same Spirit, to another gifts of healing by the one Spirit, to another the effecting of miracles, to another prophecy, to another the distinguishing of spirits, to another various kinds of tongues, to another interpretation of tongues, but one and the same Spirit works all these things, distributing to each one individually, just as he wills. For even as the body is one and yet has many members, all the members of the body, though they are many, are one body. So also is Christ. Now we recognize in Genesis it says that we were created in his image and after his likeness. Now in Corinthians he says, let me tell you what Christ looks like. One body, many members. He says, in addition to there being one body, many members, everybody doesn't do the same thing. Everybody don't flow the same. Just because someone has another gift than you, it doesn't make them better or worse. Amen. Just because somebody else exercises their ministry different than yours, that does not mean that their exercise of ministry is any better or worse. Just because you go to a particular worship service and they have a particular style in their worship, that doesn't mean that their worship doesn't please God. Oh, it's quiet in here. What happens, people of God, is we get addicted to our brand of church. 
and then you mess around and miss the Holy Ghost because he didn't come seasoned the way that you like him seasoned. You know, I hear people all the time, I don't want nobody's cooking but my mama's. That's great. But you might be messing around and missing out on somebody else's good cooking. That don't minimize your mama's cooking, y'all. That doesn't mean your mama can't cook. But never think that you have a lock on all things God. It creates, people of God, this mentality where my church better than your church. My ministry is better than your ministry. Somehow we do it better than you. But Corinthians is saying something profound. I'm going to bring it to prayer in a minute. It's one body. Many members. Just one. Not two. Not three. The Baptists are not their own body. The Pentecostals are not their own body. The Methodists are not their own body. When it comes to God, he says, I only see one body. Question is whether or not you want to be a part of it or not. Now, Bishop, you, I hear you, but what does this have to do with prayer? Listen to me closely. There are times, people of God, where you can and should pray for yourself. Amen. You need to be praying for yourself. You need to be praying about what's going on in your life. However, here's what God has been dealing with me on. There are some other times where I need some other folk in the body to pray for me. Y'all still I said, there are some times where I should be praying for myself. But V, every once in a while, Vincent, there are some times where I might want to pray for me, but I can't pray for me right now. And I need some folk in the body. Y'all, y'all still, I'm going over here. I said, coach, there are some times I know I should be praying for myself. But there are some circumstances, Elder Deborah, where I need the body and the more I think about it the harder it gets because there are people in this room right now who your circumstances have moved you beyond your capacity to pray for yourself but because we're so busy being the individual of Christ Instead of the body of Christ, we got folk dying around us while we point the finger telling them you should just pray. Okay, y'all, y'all, y'all not in here. You should just pray. This is why you hear stuff in the world like, I'm sick of your thoughts and prayers. You should just pray. You should just pray. They're like, we beyond me praying. I'm going I'm to show y'all. I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you. Here it is. Here it is. James 5. James 5. Is any among you suffering? 
Then he must pray. Y'all see he? As individual, I'm suffering. I'm suffering, I should be praying. I should be praying, I'm suffering, I should be praying. Anyone's cheerful? He, that's still individual. Y'all see this is individual. Verse 13, this is still individual. I'm suffering, I should be praying. I'm cheerful, I should be singing. However, is anyone among you sick? It doesn't say he must pray. It says all I need you to do is call for the elders. And they supposed to pray. Wait a minute. Let's go back. If you suffering, you can pray. If you sick, call the body. This thing is weighing on me heavy, y'all, because, watch this, I can't call on somebody who I don't feel has my back. And so, Eric, it was bothering me because, you know, I can read pretty good, but I kept trying to figure out suffering and sick. That's what I kept trying to figure out. They said, if I'm suffering, I can pray. If I'm sick, I need somebody else to do it. I said, God, you're going to have to teach me here. I need some help. He says, okay, watch this. When you're suffering, it's hard, but you can still move. Y'all didn't catch it. I'm going through some hard times, but I can still move. I'm suffering, but I'm not stagnant yet. Oh, y'all, 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 y'all. I'm so, okay, okay. Y'all ever see somebody take a hit on the football field? They be down, then they hop up, and then they go to the sidelines like this. That's suffering. Y'all missed it. Y'all missed it. Down, boom! And they hop up, and they get to the, the sideline. That's suffering. Sick. I need somebody to come wheel me off this field. Y'all, y'all, y'all. I ain't hobbling off. I have come to a place of stagnation, Deacon Sanders. Suffering. Sick. I can't move. The pain is so great that I feel like if I try to move, I'm going to create more damage. The pain is so great that I need to be stabilized so I can prevent paralysis. Here's the thing, people of God, you don't determine whether or not you're suffering or sick. Help me, help me, help me. If you notice when that person takes a hit, all the trainers run to him. And they tell him, hold on, hold on, hold on, don't try to get up. Because sometimes your ego will make you jump up when your condition needs to make you stay down. 
your ego. You don't want nobody else on the field to know you hurt. You don't want nobody else on the field to know you damaged. You don't want nobody else on the field to think that they're going to take your position. You're so busy trying to stay on the field that you don't recognize that you can mess up your whole life if you don't get to the sidelines and get yourself some medical care. That moment, just stay down. We coming? And if we don't meet you on the field, that's on us. Stay down. Coming out there, let us assess. I'm okay, coach. No, you're not. Here's what I found about game time injuries. The adrenaline is going through your body so much that pain is delayed. Hey, hey, hey. Game time injuries, you so busy trying to be in the game. You so busy trying to help people. You so busy trying to pray for folk. You so busy trying to be on everybody's team. You so busy trying to be helpful that you are missing the fact that you're dislocated. You're missing the fact that you're broken. You're missing the fact you're hurting and you can stay down. We'll be there in a minute. And I kept going through it. God said, if you want prayer to go to the next level, I can't take it there individually. Until we recognize we're a body. Do y'all know why? We start seeing God manifest miracles among us is when we came together and prayed for the miracle as a body. We're sitting here now. Sean and Melinda just gave birth. Not because we were an individual. Because we were a body. Y'all hear me? All of a sudden, I start seeing something. Raise up. We said it in a joking way, but I start hearing people. If you want to get pregnant, it can happen here. See, y'all missing it. People was joking. People was joking. People was joking, but you know where they got the joke from? They got the joke from the reality that we have seen God move on people's behalf. All of a sudden, it became common. Oh, if you need God to move in that way, this is the place for you. I want that to be named among us for every sickness and disease. You know, excuse me, you know, when you get a certain level of sick, they say, well, you need to go to this hospital 
they the specialists. You know, you get, you need to go to the Cleveland Clinic. Cleveland Clinic specializes in this. You need to go to the James Research Center. They specialize in this. But the Bible I read, Gainey, says that this house, any sick among you, they ought to be able to call on the body, not any particular sick, not any lightweight sick, but just if sickness comes upon you, there should be a body. Y'all sit down for a minute. I ain't done. <laughs> Glory to God. This is a body. And he's suffering. He can pray. And he's sick. Hey, glory to God. Call for the elders. Not the title holders. I said call for elders. Not simply collar wearers. Glory to God. The Greek word there is the presbyterios. It's where we get presbytery. It's the foundation of the Presbyterian church. But the reality is every presbyter ought to have some maturity. And it should be maturity based upon experience. Y'all not in here. You might not have experienced my pain, but you should have an experience with the one who can heal it. You might not have experienced, oh come on now, stop thinking you can't receive from nobody if they haven't gone through exactly what you've been through. Oh no, 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 that's not the way it works. Cause watch this. Every elder ought to be able to give you a referral. I said every elder ought to be able to write you a referral. They ought to have a private line to the specialist. They ought to be able to say, I know a man who is able. Every elder ought to be able to call on somebody on your behalf and say, I can get you in in the next appointment. where we've made mistakes is we put people in positions oh because we said it was time the entire kingdom fell in the old testament because elders were out of place y'all ain't in here Go read Kings. We wouldn't be dealing with Jezebel if we had elders. Go read it. When God rebukes them at the end of the book, he said, the reason y'all in this mess is because you made the wrong elder appointments. I'm talking to everybody who wear a full collar. I'm just putting it out there in front of the congregation. Because they ought to be able to call on you. See how the room done got quiet? Then he's sick. Call for him. The prayer offered in faith. Wait a minute. Because they're not praying. The elder is. Still not in the room. They in 
incapacitated. They too busy groaning in pain. Let me dislocate my neck. Have vertebrae out of place. Laid on the ground. You think I got time? Y'all not. Right now, I need to rely on your expertise to get me stable. Sometimes it hurts so bad, I can't speak, y'all. Sometimes it hurts so bad, my voice is not coherent. Stop thinking that people who are in the middle of trauma are able to communicate like they got some sense. And don't judge people's communication based upon how they talk to you in trauma. They ought to be in control. You break your leg sideways. How you understand that in the natural? If somebody hit that football player in the knee and you see the knee go that way. And then turn back around this here way. And then lay back down. Do you think he can say his ABCs? His one, two, three. He don't even know his name right now. The same thing is true when you're going through spiritual trauma. The same thing is true when you're going through emotional trauma. Come on now, I know you know the word, but my trauma is too loud. I know you know the word, but my trauma is too big. But we're supposed to be a body. We're so busy judging people, they know better. They know better, but they too hurt. They know better, but they can't do it right now. We're supposed to be a body. I know they know better. Well, what you gonna do? Mm. You be all right. They can't get up. Now their paralysis is gonna be on your hands. They should have known to stay down. They did, but you left them down there so long that they tried to hop to the sideline, causing more damage. Prayer offered in faith will restore. King James says, save the one who is sick. Here's, here's the elimination of ego. The Lord will raise him up, not you. You ain't that good. The Lord doing the raising. See, that's, that's when praise gets authentic, y'all. Y'all not in that's when praise gets authentic. That's how we kill the cult mentality of the church. Because it's not about the one laying hands. It's about the one who sits high and looks low. It's not about the one up front with the microphone. It's about the one who died and shed his blood on your behalf. It is not about the one who was the pastor or leader. But it is about the one who loved you more than you loved yourself. The one who was willing to sacrifice when we were not. That is the God. His name is Jesus. He is the one who lifts us up. His name is Jesus. He is the one who restores us. His name is Jesus. Not pastor so-and-so, elder so-and-so, bishop so-and-so. His name is Jesus. My grandfather called him the Rose of Sharon. His name is Jesus. My grandfather called him the wheel in the middle of the wheel. His name is Jesus. I didn't used to understand that old talk. They got to talking about the wheel in the middle of the wheel. I'm like, 
That don't make no sense, Papa. Papa said, oh, yeah. You do. I said, that don't make no sense to me. He said, come on out here to the truck. I said, what you mean? He said, come on out here to the truck, boy. I followed him on out to the truck. He said, you see the tire? I said, yeah. He said, that tire ain't nothing without that wheel. He said, that tire don't even connect to the truck. That tire connected to the wheel. Oh, my God. He said, this right here, the wheel, the part bolted to the truck, that's Jesus. He's the wheel in the middle. He the thing that make everything work. He's the thing tied to the Father. He's the thing that makes the whole thing go round. It is not our services. It is not our music. It is not our advertising. It is not our social media campaigns. It is not who we are. It is not how much money we have. His name is Jesus. Lord gonna raise you up. It says you commit sins, they'll be forgiven. Lord have mercy. Maybe ain't none of y'all committed no sins. So this verse don't do nothing for you. But for the rest of us, right there, you should have had a good old fit. I don't know what done happened. We done got real, I know we're going to get to the word, but you know, every time I see if he has committed sins, they will be forgiven. I feel like having a fit because I ain't always been right. Y'all ain't in here. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. I didn't, uh, no, 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 no. I still remember all the stuff I did wrong. Every time, oh, come on now. Every time I think, oh, God will say, don't you forget how far I brought you. Don't you forget how much I kept you. Don't you forget how good I was to you. And he been why? And you mean to tell me if we were just a body? A body. Sean. A body. A body. Look at this. Therefore, oh Lord, confess your sins. Now, if the verse stopped right there, we'd be all right. We'd be all right, Crawford. If it stopped right there, therefore, confess your sins. We go, amen. That ain't what it say, though. It say, confess your sins to one another. I don't like them. <laughs> Ain't nobody trying to tell them what I'm going through. They gonna judge me. A body don't judge itself. Anybody who judges you is outside the body. A body don't judge itself. There's a time, I don't know if y'all have ever heard something, somebody come over to you and they say, 
Can you move it? And you try. You're like, yeah, I can still move it. Notice how they respond. They go, oh, it ain't broke. <laughs> can you move it? Yeah, I can move it. It ain't broke. How do you make that assessment? Because if it was broke, it wouldn't move. It can be fractured and move. But if that thing is severed, there's a disconnect. And some of us like, you should be moving forward. I'm broke. I need to be stabilized, splinted, casted up, and given time to recuperate. But I'm so busy with an ego trying to serve instead of get holy, instead of get healed, instead of get whole. Some, yes, God. But you know why we can't do it? Because see, if there was a body, somebody would step in and say, I got you. If we's a body. Somebody step in and be like, all right, I got you. I got you, you go, go do your thing. You be all right. How long you in the cast? It's cool. It don't take nothing away from you because you broken because one day you, I might need you to step in for me. I might need you to step in for me. Huh? Come on, don't get it twisted, y'all. All have sinned. Looking around talking about they should know better. You didn't know better. They should be better. I wasn't better. Come on now, that should give you grace. That should give you mercy. Some of us planned sin. I'm talking about we scheduled sin. I'm talking about we sinned on demand and we was good at it. But God in his infinite wisdom still saw fit to save our souls. I believe that he snatched us from a pit. I was on my way to hell, but God So So because I was so messed up When you messed up I'm gonna tell you about yourself, but I'm gonna love you too Hello somebody I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you so much. Sit down somewhere. That's how much I love you. Because you're broken right now. And if you move in this state, you're going to do some more damage. Listen, listen. And what we do is we think that being restored is being punished. When I put a cast around your broken bone, that's not punishment. That's restoration. I feel like he's telling me I can't function. I am telling you you can't function because you're broken. I'm casting your broken bone. It's not that I don't want you to function. It's that your fruit is demonstrating to me that functioning in your current state is damaging to you and to others. I watch us. We're supposed to be a body. I kept asking God, God, I know what you said about your house. You said your house is supposed to be a house of prayer. 
said, God, how do I take the prayers to the next level? He said, oh, you got to do it like a body. I started feeling bad about that, y'all, because if I got to do it like a body, I start assessing the body. See, if there's issues in the body, you got to fix those. If there's offense in the body. I'm offended. Some of us, you throwing around that offense word. Huh? When the truth is, you embarrassed. That helped me. I got helped all the way. I'm offended. You're not offended. You're embarrassed. What you mean, Bishop? Because the only reason you upset because somebody just told you the truth. You're mad because we revealed what you were trying to hide. And I heard you, Chantrees, offense. Offense. That's what offense does. I'm offended. Barrier. I'm offended. Barrier. And some of y'all, it ain't that see-through fence. Y'all using concrete block. <laughs> I used to get frustrated over a fence. I'm just showing y'all how the Lord talks to me. You know what the Lord had to show me, y'all? Like, why they always get offended? You know what the Lord had to teach me? He said, they're building the wall while they say it's because of a problem with you. It's more so because that's the only way they know how to protect themselves. Wait. Many of us build the wall up because if we keep going down the road of this type of conversation, I am uncomfortable with the vulnerability that this conversation creates. I'm not trying to tell you all of that stuff. So I'm offended that you even asked me. We're a body. Every part of my body knows about every part of my body. The body don't keep stuff from itself if it's a body. I don't want everybody in my business. Tell your finger to stay out of your toes business. <laughs> Go ahead. Tell your hands to stay out of your toes business. And then don't get mad when the toe can't maintain itself. Oh, y'all didn't hear that. Go ahead. Stay out of my business, hands. That's fine. You need me. Mouth, tell the hands. I don't need you, yes you do, to brush your teeth, to get everything that hurts out of your teeth. You need me because there's some stuff that I can do that you can't. Oh, y'all not in here? Hands, tell the mouth, I don't need you. Mouth said, that's cool. When you figure out that you're weak because I wouldn't chew. you hand lack the capacity to do my job 
The body of Christ is the same way. Y'all, I've been there. I've been the deacon, the business person, the preacher, the janitor, the worship leader, all at once. I've been there. I've had to do all of those roles. But all of a sudden, God says, now if you want to create a body, stop doing all of that. But hold on, Lord. They're not doing it right. So show them. It's quiet in here. Done got quiet. I can't do everything and still do the thing God called me to. Neither can you. Don't nobody do it like I do. Hush, ego. Hush up. Hush up, ego. Because here's the truth. If they're not doing it to the level of godliness that God put in you, either you become a trainer or you need to practice some silence. You just don't never do right. So train me with your bad self. Since you are expert in critique. It's silent in here. It's all right. It's all right. Repent. Be all right. <laughs> so if there's issues, fix them. Offense, we need to fix that. Pride, we need to fix that. Ego, we need to fix that. If there's weakness in the body, we need to fix that. Sin in the body, we need to fix that. Not just kick people out the body because they're having trouble. Watch this. Anybody ever try to open a jar and it's too tight? That ain't never happened to nobody. Now watch this. Y'all missed it. You don't even think about it. Nobody mad. Notice this hand couldn't do it. And they were willing to switch places for another hand to give it a try. Nobody was like, who you think you are? I'm trying to help you reach your goal, bruh. You tried to do it this way. This hand was too weak. Let's try this hand. You think you better than me? No. We have a goal. Now, if any of y'all grew up like me, see y'all ain't y'all didn't grow up with a childhood like mine. Well, you just everybody was participating. See, y'all not in here. <laughs> Everybody was participating. Y'all, I feel like hollering. I said everybody was participating. Then don't mess around 
You like <laughs> legs and everything got got it. You done hunched down. Nobody's mad. Nobody's offended. We gotta go. We're trying to get the bottle open. I need all hands on deck. What if we was like that when somebody needs a house? What if we was like that when somebody needs a job? What if, come on now. You're like, well you, you need a, you need a breakthrough? Eventually that thing just gone. Eventually. It'll break free if all of us is working on it together. Huh? When I was praying for folk to have children, me and Pastor Jay's children days is over. Look at her looking. She, like, <laughs> she said, I'm, that's it for me. Does that mean that I can't pray for you? I can't pray for your blessing because your blessing don't benefit me. I'm praying for you to have a children, have a child as if I need one. See that? That's the body. That's the body. If there's any sick, you know what that word sick also means? Not only physical ailment, it means anyone who has become incapacitated in movement. I can't move forward anymore. Oh, you need the body. But we too busy pointing fingers. Look like they kid ain't acting right. Well, would you and your parent of the year award take your happy self over there? Since you can point out how her child need to be doing better in math, you take your tutor of the year award self and go on over there and do something about it. Oh, you just want to make sneak posts about people. Don't side me. Some of y'all making them. Look at her. Look how she came out the house. Mm. I wonder who did her hair. Well, since you are the beautician of the year winning all of the awards, why don't you offer? And if you don't want to offer, slip her some money so she can go get it done. And if you're unwilling to be a part of the solution, what I would like for you to do is Hirsch. She should have known. Wait a minute. That's the best she could do with what she was working with that morning. Every kid was screaming at the same time. She ran her favorite pantyhose. She broke a heel on the way out. And you got the nerd to be mad because her edges is out of whack? She in church. See y'all. 
she here? You're looking at him like his hairline crooked. He here. Do you know how many African-American males are on the endangered species list? Maybe we should stop bashing the ones that keep showing up. I felt that deep down. He should be better. He here. Maybe he should be better. But maybe, just maybe, just maybe, if we were the body. Okay. Because see, everybody had an expectation that I was going to be righteous. I just learned how to sin undercover while going to church. Quiet in this here room. The only way that we can be the body is on, under the power of the Holy Spirit. Now, I got to say something and I'm going to go to my last scripture. God made us a body even if you don't want to be. Let me take it a step further because I've heard this a lot. Well, I just think that God is moving me on from this part of the body. <laughs> Let us be clear. The only one that gives the body orders is the head. Yeah, well, please. The only one that gives the body orders. And let me say this. We, marketplace, let me speak to marketplace. Let it not be named among us that we are bashing other ministries. We will pray for them. I do not want to grow at the expense of somebody else's demise. God gives you release, amen. And watch, when you move from congregation to congregation, watch this, according to God's will, there should be no animosity. You should still be able to see people from the ministry that God moved you from and say, hey, if God moved you. I said, if God moved you, I, I, I did say if God moved you, if you did it right. Oh, Lord, not, let me not do that. Here's my last scripture. So let me, let me show y'all what happens when we get it right. Acts chapter two, I'm going to pray. I'm going to show y'all when the body is working right. This is, this is what happens. With many other words, he solemnly testified. This is after the sermon in Acts 2 by Peter. Kept on exhorting them, saying, be saved from this perverse generation. So then those who had received his words were baptized. That day there were added about 3,000 souls. I love it. See, when you hear babies crying, God is advancing. Ain't nobody mad. All right. A church without children is a church in trouble. 
they were continually devoting themselves. Conti say continually. Continually devoting themselves to the apostles' teaching, to fellowship, to the breaking of bread, and to prayer. Continually. Everyone. This is when the body is right. Everyone kept feeling a sense of awe, not the ones in the clique. Did y'all hear what I said? Not the, ones, not the ones on your buddy list. When the body is right, everybody is blessed. Not the small group you call that you talk to. See, when the body is blessed, everybody is blessed. Keep using your body as an example. How many of y'all can think of the last phenomenal meal you had? I mean, an amazing meal. You got it? Only a couple of parts of the body was participating. Everything was benefiting. You were sitting there like, this is so good. I mean, whole, whole sections of your body are not even participating. Watch, but they all being patient, benefiting from the blessing. Everyone kept feeling a sense of awe. Many wonders and signs were taking place through the apostles. All those who had believed were together, had all things in common. Y'all see that? This is when the body is working. If somebody happy, everybody should be happy. When the body working. When we start seeing God move among us, God should be moving among you. Amen. When you turn on light in a room, the whole room experiences it. The whole room, light. Everything in the room, light. Here it is. But you know why we don't turn on light? Because light exposes. Say it with me. Don't forget. We are a body. They began selling property and possessions. Sharing them with all as anyone might have need. Day by day, look at the body. Continuing with one mind, breaking bread from house to house, taking their meals together with gladness, meals, gladness, sincerity of heart. Y'all see the body? If we can look around and you don't even want to eat with somebody you worshiping with, If you won't share a meal with somebody who you holding their hand during prayer, somebody's a hypocrite. Praising God, having favor with all the people, 
And the Lord was adding to their number day by day. Not because they had good social media, lights, smoke, and mirrors. It's because they were the body. Amen? Let me pray for you. Lord, sometimes it's hard being the body. And it's hard, God, because many of us have disconnected ourselves. Many of us, God, did it to protect ourselves. We weren't trying to be malicious, hateful, arrogant. But God, it came across that way. Lord, our actions have hurt people. Our standoff nature, for many, has caused them to run away from you. Our stubbornness, arrogance, has caused people to give up on you because we were supposed to be your representative. Lord, today we repent. Allow us to be the body. Lastly, God, some of us are sick. We have lost our ability to move on our own. Give us strength and courage to call the body. In Jesus' name.